Alright, here at the Limited Star Beast Festival. feeling very peaceful in that aspect in those days. But most years I'm here. Number of different stalls with different causes from the environment to cats to peace in the Middle East. Lots of um, alternative medicines like yoga and acupuncture, things like that. Lots of um, spiritual practices as well. So you got Buddhism, some Yin, or Zen, and others. I'll just take a quick little stroll around, see what we have. great for us and in fact it looks like it's getting ready to turn the old storm clouds are surrounding the festival grounds and hopefully it'll hold off for a little bit longer good news all the vendors are under tent so you can wear your waterproofs and still enjoy and it's on for two days as well so let's uh, keep the fingers crossed do a rain dance Keep the rain away. Please, sir, come this way towards me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, so, so, um, we've got Jack. David. Right, we've got David here from Justice for Palestinians, who's going to speak to you about his campaign. So, please give him all your attention. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know it's very difficult after listening to all this great music to stop moving and listen to a talk and I hope it's not too boring. I'm going to try not to be boring, okay? But here we are again, another year gone by, another visit from President Trump to our crumbling kingdom and everywhere we see the rise of ethnic nationalism. Hungary under Viktor Orban, India, Belgium, Holland, France, the United States and of course Israel. Is there a reason for all of this? Who can explain it? What can explain it? Well, I think that perhaps we should see it as a cyclical phenomenon. And here is the cycle. Unscrupulous political leaders. Yesterday, President Milosevic in the former Yugoslavia. Today, Viktor Orban in Hungary or Trump in the US. Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel 
our own Nigel Farage and Theresa May gain political energy that comes from breaking the bonds between people and encouraging a sense of grievance and identifying an outgroup who can, they can blame on their country's ills. Resentment and hatred build up until there's a cataclysm like World War II or the genocide in Rwanda in 1994. And after that cataclysm, people realize, enough people realize that these ideologies of division are harmful and perhaps that the real problems are not due to benefit tourism or the Roma or the Jews or the Tutsis or the Armenians or the Mexicans, but instead are due to the wicked accumulative logic of capitalism, perhaps, if that's what you believe, or maybe just the harsh realities of human existence. And for a period, the purveyors of hatred are silent. The world creates new institutions to bring people together, like the League of Nations after World War I or the, the United Nations after World War II, or maybe a Truth and Reconciliation Commission like in South Africa and Guatemala. And then gradually, once again, the politics of division begin their work of undermining trust and cooperation. We have all lived our lives in the lull after the great cataclysm of World War II. But is that ending now? Are we going into a period of division and hatred? That seems to be the message from many quarters. Now, I'm saying all this in the slot allocated to justice for Palestinians, and I haven't mentioned Palestine at all. So let me draw a connection. Under the Nazis, the Jews, among others, were persecuted with an unprecedented ferocity. Anyone with a Jewish grandparent was a Jew and was stripped, first of their job, then of their rights, then of their property, and then of their lives. To protect the Jews, the Zionist movement created a haven in Palestine. And who could take refuge there? Why? Anyone with a Jewish grandparent. The State of Israel adopted the definition of Jew that the Nazis had used. And with good reason, because these were the people who needed protection. Jews were defined as a race because that's what the Nazis did. And in fact, the Zionist ideology of the Jewish race was the only ethnic nationalist ideology that did not have to re-examine its beliefs after the cataclysm. All right, just take a quick little walk around and see who we got here. We got the Woodland Trust. We have the Warwick and Lemington beekeepers. The Cats Protection, Action 21, Health and Physical Activity, Canal Side Community. Let's see what other charities we got here. So, into all oh, the benefits of cycling, so cycleways. And in between the various different causes being supported um, are lots of vendors. So, and all kinds of knickknacks and bric a bracs. 